you look at somebody and tell them God is a good God and this is a good day we are glad to have you in the house on this evening for our night of consecration it is an honor to have you here all right won't you do me a favor and say this is the best place to be in right now hallelujah awesome so I'm going to be very brief because we're going to get to the ordination and consecration because um, we're not going to be in here all day. Amen. I know you sat in ordination services through two, three hours. That ain't happening today. <laughs> if you can do me a favor, if you can give God a praise, my pastor is in the house, Dr. Karen Vanessa, Vanessa Johnson. We give God praise for her. Um, my uncle's in the house. Pastor Benjamin is in the house. Give God a praise for him. And all of the clergy that is in the house, I do bid you greetings. Tonight is a pleasure to have you here. All right, so as I was getting ready for this, I just want to drop something on you real quick, and then we're going to move on to uh, the installation, I mean, the ordination and consecration of Minister Dominique Williams, and also to Brittany Hill to the office of elder. Also, I want to thank the board of elders of Transformation Christian Fellowship that they are here. Bid you greetings. Thank you so much for them being here as well. All right. Everybody said, take a good picture of this because you won't be seeing this for another two years. <laughs> All right. So, as I was thinking about what I could possibly share, what I could possibly share with you, um, God began to drop this in my spirit concerning this day um, to be handpicked by God. To be handpicked by God. I don't necessarily have a base scripture, but I want you to walk with me uh, to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. I don't have really a base scripture, but I, I, I guess I'll launch it from here. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Look at somebody and say, you've been handpicked by God. When I begin to look at this, handpicked in the, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, ladies and gentlemen, is carefully chosen for a special, perp uh, for a special job or purpose. So to be handpicked by God means that you have been carefully chosen for a special job or purpose. What I want you to know on your night of consecration and on your night of ordination that to, um, to be handpicked by God is, uh, is not something that you take lightly. Right. To be handpicked by God is something that you do not treat uh, recklessly. It's something that you treat with dignity and honor. To be handpicked by God is meaning that you need to, that God has picked you out for a specific purpose to yeah. do a specific thing. Yeah. And now, while you may not be getting ordained or consecrated to elder or whatever you may do in the church, you still have been consecrated and set aside for something. Yeah. And so the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, you have been consecrated, you've been set apart for something to do a, a special assignment. And God had, did not set you apart because of how good you were. 
God didn't set you apart because you're so special. God didn't set you apart because you got it all together. This is what makes God so great because he does not use perfect vessels to get his job accomplished. Matter of fact, that he, you, you should be glad about that he doesn't use that. Because the very fact of the matter is he uses imperfect vessels to bring forth his glory. Because the reality is if you had it all together, some people would be so hard-headed that they would think it was them that are do- is doing what they are doing. Not understanding that is the spirit of God operating in you for his glory and not your own. So the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, is that God, as as Samuel was going to pick the next king uh, uh, for Israel, he did not pick him based upon how he looked. Because then God tells Samuel, he says, man looks on the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, it is the posture of your heart that determine if God can use you or not. The very fact of the matter is this, is that wherever your heart is, that will determine how far you will actually go in ministry and when whatever you plan on doing. Because if your heart is not submitted and obedient to God, you will not go far. Because the scripture says that pride comes before the fall. Scripture also says that God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, so many people want to be used by God and picked out so they can have a prestigious title or have a little tab collar on the neck. And not only understanding that to be handpicked by God comes with great responsibility. Not understanding that, number one, I want to show you to be handpicked by God, ladies and gentlemen, is a privilege. It is not a right. You don't get the right to think you can be, oh, I should deserve it because I've been at this church for over 20 years. I should I should be here. I should be there. You don't get that right. It is a privileged partnership that you and I have with God to be able to be used by him. And it is a privilege, not a right. Because to be honest with you, I don't care if you overlooked or not by your pastor or whatever, God still sees you. See, the reality is you want to be seen by man and don't want to be recognized by God because it's what you do for God that will last the Bible says in 1st Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9 it says we for we are God's fellow workers you are God's field and you are God's building you are you it is a privilege we are fellow workers with God that God would call us as my our pastor my pastor preached this here about two years ago, a privileged partnership with God, how we are privileged to come into this co-laboring alongside with God, that God does never call us to something for us to do it by ourselves. God always calls you to it because he's going to be with you so you can accomplish the very thing that he gave you in the first place. See, you have to understand that it's a privilege because you have his spirit presence on the inside of you, that you are a carrier of the glory of God. And because I'm a carrier of the glory of God, I get this privilege that God says that I want to put a treasure in earthen vessels. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to come alongside you. I'm going to empower you. I'm going to strengthen you. He said, I am, you are, you are God's building. And guess what? With that being said, then that means that you have to come in alignment with what God wants. It is not a right. I don't care if you a janitor. I don't care what you do. It's not a right to serve God. It's a privilege. The reality is look at who you are. 
Be honest with yourself. Would you give yourself that position? Y'all quiet now. Would you? Would you give yourself the position to be over charge of somebody? The reality, again, it is a privilege, not a right. Well, I have been given tithes. I think I deserve to sit on your board. Just because you give money to a church don't mean that you have a right to any position in a church. Especially if you have not been called to it. All right. Here we go. This is the point I want to get to. This is amazing. Number two, watch this. To be handpicked by God will come with great cost. Yeah. You see, everybody wants to glitz in the glam. They get into this because they think that, oh, it's fast money. They think they get into this because they want to be, they want to be seen. They want to have some prestigious. They want to walk in with the preachers. They want to do all of this stuff, not understanding that whatever your assignment that you've been given comes uh, with great cost because wherever you've been gifted to, that's where your greatest attack will be. Why are you experiencing certain attack in your life in certain areas? Because that's where you've been gifted for. I'm trying to take my time because I preached earlier. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, it comes with a great cause. It comes with you having the labor and having to, to, to submit yourself and, 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 and really much pick up your cross. All right, if that ain't Bible, let me Luke chapter 14. Uh, uh, Luke chapter 14, verse 27 through 28 says, And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it then the other scripture says that if any man decides to follow me let him first deny himself pick up his cross and follow me here's the deal that means if any man decides to follow he must deny himself you have to go through a place of self-denial because there's times when you are in ministry where you get talked to any type of way where people come and try to challenge you and challenge your authority even on your workplace they do the same thing at your workplace and do the same thing on your job because at the very fact of the matter is you a Christian so you gotta submit yourself because I really want to cuss you out I really want to give you these hands I really want you to know where I'm coming from to make you think twice of talking to me like that again. Huh? The reality is, is what I'm telling you tonight is that it comes with great cost. It comes with cost. You have to, oh my God, it comes with great responsibility and you carry a weight upon your life. You carry a weight upon your shoulders. There will be time where you go through seasons of great transitions with friends and family because of the simple fact is they can't handle where you are. There are seasons where you go through separation and you're saying, why in the world this is happening? Why is it that I seem that I can't keep no friends? And why does it seem like all of this stuff is happening? Because it comes with great cause. And the Bible says so much is given, much is required. Hallelujah. So if you want to go to a place of elevation, then you got to be willing to count the cost before you ask God, please elevate me. 
I'm going to tell you now to you, Minister Williams, and also to you, Brittany, the very fact of the matter is this, is that with, oh my God, with your elevation, you're going to have to pay another cost. Hallelujah. As far as you go with God, you are going to have to pay the cost for you to be there. The very fact of the matter is, is that even you sitting in here and where we are is because of a cost that was paid. Hallelujah. It's more than just a physical money making sure that you're here. It's the very fact of the matter. There was a cost on the line. It cost you some tears. It cost you some sweat equity for you to get to where you are. Don't you ever get jealous of someone if you don't want to pay their cost. You don't want to. All right. All right. Why must I spend time on this? Because yes, grace is, yeah, grace is free, but yet it costs. The very fact of the matter is, is that we, 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 we mess you up because there's nothing you can do to obtain grace. You can't do nothing for it. You, you can't earn it. You can't do nothing for it. But the reality is this, is that we're receiving uh, 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 receiving salvation is still come with a cost yeah. and that cost is your life yeah. God can't use somebody who's still trying to hold on to themselves he has to be willing to use somebody who's willing to let go of themselves so he got oh my god that's why John the Baptist says that I must decrease in order for him to increase in order for God to increase in my life you gotta die you got to literally put your life upon the cross and begin to die to your flesh, die to your lust, die to your... You got to die in order for you to go to where you're going to go. Why in the world that Jesus endured the cross? Because if there is no glory without a cross, there is no crown without a cross. You got to go through the cross in order for God to elevate you and give you a name that's above any other name that at that name every... Every knee gotta bow, every tongue gotta bow, because he got shot, hallelujah. To be handpicked, God, God comes with great cause. Sometimes it feels like you're alone. Sometimes it feels like you're alone. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like you're losing family members. Yeah. Some prophets, because of the cost of the anointing, yeah. Elijah sat under that tree and said, man, I want to go. Take me here. Yeah. Why do you think some pastors con con uh, contemplate suicide? Because of the amount of cost. You look at them, oh, he getting your money. He getting your money. You don't understand what that man is carrying. You don't understand what that woman is carrying. It comes with great responsibility. And it's on your shoulders. And you get looked at when things go wrong. Lastly, to be called by God. I mean, excuse me, to be handpicked by God is rewarding. Amen. The Bible says those who sow in tears <laughs> shall reap and joy. See, I can tell you the bad, 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 but I got to tell you the good, good, good. 
because the very fact of the matter is no matter how great cost you pay the war the reward is far greater than any money you spend out because guess what when God blesses you and when God finally puts you on the place that you've been praying for and that you've been believing God for you're gonna say like Joseph what in the world does it even matter you'll excuse me you'll be just like Joseph and in one day God turned his old situation around and on one day all it takes is one day it only takes us one day for all the hell and all the turmoil you've been through for God to switch it around and then put you at the place of being the governor of Egypt did you not understand the cost that Joseph had to go through being lied on being set up betrayed and he went through all of those years just to get to the one point whereas now he's been elevated to a place and the dream that he had is fulfilled yeah. I'm gonna tell you this now you're gonna carry a cross yeah. you're gonna carry your cross you're gonna pay a cost yeah. but the reward that you get yeah. for serving God yeah. all right all right all right all right, here we go. He Hebrews 10 verse 36 says, For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. I'm going to get out of here now. The very fact of the matter is this. Some of you need to continue to endure where you are now. Because if you've been handpicked by God, guess what? The endurance that is building up is building your character and character hope. And the Bible says this hope will not be disappointed. And so the very fact of the matter is, I want you to stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Because guess what? And the very fact of the matter is this is that, don't, oh my God, in due season, you are going to reap if you fail what not so let us not grow weary in doing good don't 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 let don't let your good be speaking evil of don't you give up trying to be good don't you give up trying to pursue God don't you give up trying to be who God called you to be because at the end of the day the reward again is far greater and it is the promises of God and the last time I checked all of God's promises are yes and amen the very fact of the matter is this is that God has a reward that is so bigger and so greater and that's why the Bible says in Ephesians that oh my God now it's an him who's able to do exceedingly and the abundantly above all we can ask or think the very fact of the matter is God will supersede whatever you can imagine whatever you can think of and God does double that hallelujah and when Job paid the cost the Bible says that he got double for his trouble he said he got double for his trouble. I don't care how great the cost is. It's better. I'm not, there's no safest place you can be but in the will of God. I don't know who I'm talking to, but the reality is this. You've been handpicked for a specific assignment. And don't you let go of it no matter how hard it gets. You're going to have some days where you feel like giving up. Yes. you're going to have some days where you, know, you don't feel like talking to people 
you don't feel always about being pastoral or being an elder or serving the people of God. But at the end of the day, the reward is far greater because I've been handpicked by God. <laughs> I've been handpicked. And guess what? The very fact of the matter is he told Jeremiah, before you were ever conceived, you were hidden in God. You were a thought of God. You were a thought of his. He had you on his mind. And it's so good to know that a big God has you on his mind. And because he has you on your mind, your future is secured. In Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands.